Welcome to this day in history class from HowStuffWorks.com and from the desk of Stuff You Missed in History Class. It's the show where we explore the past one day at a time with a quick look at what happened today in history. Hello and welcome to the podcast. I'm Tracy V. Wilson and it's October 2nd. The Perihil Massacre, also known as the Parsley Massacre, began on this day in 1937. The name of this massacre comes from a shibboleth. And if you're not familiar with that term, it has a lot of different meanings today. But its origins are from the biblical book of Judges. From the New International Version, quote, The Gileadites captured the fords of the Jordan leading to Ephraim. And whenever a survivor of Ephraim said, let me cross over, the men of Gilead asked him, are you an Ephraimite? If he replied no, they said, all right, say shibboleth. If he said sibboleth, because he could not pronounce the word correctly, they seized him and killed him at the fords of the Jordan. 42,000 Ephraimites were killed at that time. So the word shibboleth was being used to distinguish the Gileadites from the Ephraimites, because Ephraimites couldn't pronounce the sh sound in shibboleth. In the Parsley Massacre, this word that was used in this way was perejil, which is the Spanish word for parsley. In some accounts, it was being used to distinguish the Dominicans, who mainly spoke Spanish, from the Haitians, who mainly spoke Creole and French, and who couldn't easily make that rolled R in perejil. Here's how it happened. Today, Haiti and the Dominican Republic are both on the island of Hispaniola. This island was first colonized by Europeans after Christopher Columbus landed there on his first voyage in 1492. So at first, it was established as Santo Domingo under Spanish control. Spain later ceded the western portion of it to France. The French side of the island became independent after the Haitian Revolution. And then Haiti annexed the Spanish side of the island, so the whole island was unified from 1822 to 1844. What's now the Dominican Republic first declared its independence from Haiti in 1844 and then became independent from Spain in 1865. After World War II, the United States occupied both Haiti and the Dominican Republic. The United States was trying to install pro-U.S. governments and to make the island more friendly to U.S. policy. The U.S. withdrew from the Dominican Republic in 1924 and from Haiti in 1934. But between these two withdrawals in 1930, General Rafael Trujillo overthrew Dominican President Horacio Vasquez, and he established a dictatorship. The general had been part of the National Guard, and he had actually been trained by U.S. Marines during the occupation. He saw the whole Haiti-Dominican Republic border region, which in a lot of ways was bicultural, as a threat. It was a threat to his regime. It was a potential way for rebels against his regime to escape. He was also motivated by racism and by anti-immigrant sentiment along the border and by nationalism and a flat-out desire for power. First, he ordered the killing of 300 Haitians along this border, and he announced that he had done so saying that it was a solution to the problem of purported thefts and other depredations supposedly being committed by Haitians. He said this was a remedy, and he promised that this remedy was going to continue. A horrifying and brutal massacre followed, with that word perihil being used in some accounts to distinguish between dark-skinned Dominicans and dark-skinned Haitians. This test probably wasn't used for everyone, and it may not have been very effective because a lot of people in the border region did actually speak Spanish. 
Regardless, though, the military was targeting the people with the darkest skin, and that included the Dominican-born children of Haitian descent. Most of the killings were committed with machetes. The total death toll of this massacre is unknown because there were mass burials, huge dumping of bodies, and cover-ups and censorship. Most estimates put it in the range of 20,000 people and possibly many more. Afterward, the Dominican Republic and its policies became increasingly anti-Haitian. The Dominican government eventually was ordered to pay $525,000 of restitution. That was a really tiny amount of money considering what had happened, and very little of that money actually reached any survivors. General Trujillo and his government and the army faced no punishment or retribution for this massacre. Thanks to Eve's Jeffcoat for her research work today on this podcast and to Tari Harrison for her audio work on this show. You can subscribe to the Stay in History class on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And you can tune in tomorrow for One Nation's second attempt to colonize another. 